Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another glorious episode of Ignorant Intelligence. I am your host, Brandon M. Davis. Pause for the applause. Thank you. Thank you. You are far too kind. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. And I appreciate that. Hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. My Thanksgiving was cool. I had like a Thanksgiving week. Your boy Uncle Brandon is washed out here, man. I'm washed, bro. I'm, I'm 32, not 22. And I realized that the hard way this week. I consume more alcohol this week than I have like in the entire year, man. I had so many shots of 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 whiskey and and rum. I had Henny, oh, nigga had Henny, bro, had Henny, like, I, I, it started off with a friend's birthday last week, Saturday, then um, I had a friend's given to attend, then the actual day of Thanksgiving, then Friday I went to my sister's house, and, you know, I still had work throughout the week, and I've been going to sleep at like 3 in the morning every day, and then getting back up at 5, 6 in the morning to go to work, like, bro, I'm, I'm washed out here, I'm washed, you know, I know I'm washed, the other day, I wore Crocs to the store. <laughs> like, that's that's the officially mid-30s wash shoe, right? Before, I used to wear Jordans to the store, Yeezys to the store. Now I'm just like, I don't give a fuck, bro. Not even Nike flip-flops. Not even no Gucci flip-flops. Motherfucking Crocs, man. That's the official shoe of I've given up. <laughs> but no, glad to have y'all back. I hope y'all ate. I hope y'all got fat over this Thanksgiving weekend. I hope y'all got to see friends, family, and loved ones. I got to see a lot of friends, a lot of family. You know, um, respectfully, though. Like, we, we weren't gathering by the dozens, like, usually during the holidays. Like, every every place I went to, it was just, like, uh, 10 or less people. Nothing crazy. Um, but, yeah, I had a good week. Um, totally random. Th- I don't know why I thought of this, but... <laughs> like it, I think of random shit all the time, but like random thought. This has nothing to do with nothing. But first off, I want to start off by saying rest in peace to Big Boss Man. Like he's been, he's been, he passed away a while ago. But I say this because I always think, thank God he's retired from the WWE and not around wrestling now. Because Lord knows Vince McMahon would have found a way for his character to have a rivalry with like a black WWE superstar. And I say that because of all the the black and police tension that's going on right now. Like, Big Boss Man's character was a CEO from the Deep South. And he was equipped with a nightstick and, like, police department battle attire. Like, <laughs> Vince probably would have had him feuding with New Day or some shit. Would have been arresting them every week. You know, that would have been <laughs> that would have been terrible to the viewers. Like, there'd be a million and one tweets about how the WWE needs to be canceled and all this shit. Like, imagine George Floyd gets his knee on the back, gets a knee on the back of his neck and dies, and then the big boss man is in a feud with Bobby Lashley or some shit, <laughs> arresting this nigga, throwing him in jail. Like, that's terrible optics. Like, big boss man's character would not work in 2020. A cop slash CEO just beating the shit out of people. I mean, <laughs> not a good look, son. <laughs> like, like, shout out to the big boss man, rest in peace. I, I don't know. I, I've always wanted to get that off my chest because <laughs> like, that 
That would be terrible optics right now. Um, but yeah, I got to see a couple of my friends over the past week. Um, one of my friends is a teacher. Right? Now, let me start off by saying all due respect to teachers. I got nothing against teachers. Right? I have a couple of friends who are teachers. Shout out to them. Like They actually care about their job. They really put together curriculums. I've been talking to them about, yo, what's it like uh, doing remote teaching over Zoom versus actually being in class? Like They genuinely care about these kids. But here's the problem. Right? This pertains to none of my friends. This is just me generally thinking. And the problem is, what I've noticed is, most teachers are people who actually failed at what they wanted to do. Now, before y'all get mad, just think about it. Think about it, right? You honestly think your music and art teacher aspired to teach your spoiled ass how to play chord progressions and paint stick figures? Like, can you imagine that? <laughs> like, imagine you going to art college, think you're about to be the next uh, motherfucking uh, Pablo Picasso. You know what I'm saying? Or the next um, Basquiat. Next Andy Warhol. Next Takashi Murakami. Whatever. Hell, the next Bob Ross. You know what I'm saying? Any prolific artist. And fast forward, they're 40 years old teaching kindergarten art classes with kids painting circles and triangles to look like people and painting stick figures. Like, really think about that. Or imagine your music teacher, right? You really think your music teacher wanted to, like, come to work every day and teach you how to play chord progressions? You don't think they wanted to be Dr. Dre just a little bit? You don't think they wanted to get bitches and blunts and party in the Hollywood Hills and sniff coke out of strippers' asses and get the chance to fuck Rihanna. You don't think you don't think that's that's what that not what they wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like who don't who don't want to fuck bitches that look like Katy Perry and get to <laughs> and get to work with Mariah Carey and shit and live lavish, live in the Hollywood Hills. You know what I mean? Like these niggas live in the same neighborhoods as you. Like I know they tight and they have a master's degree. Like, there's no way you can tell me that they went to school for six years, got a master's degree, and studied some topic, major, and thought that, you know what, I'm going to be a teacher. Like, you mean to tell me someone went to school and studied biology for six years to teach ninth graders? Hell no. That nigga wants to work in the lab and, like, clone people and work on stem cells. He don't want to teach me about fructose and ATP and how cells break down and shit. My stupid ass don't understand that. Like, that, <laughs> this is why the school system's in shambles. Like, we get on cops about being bad cops. We don't get on enough teachers about being bad teachers. Right? A lot of teachers don't want to be at work, and that's why the education system is a joke. They're the ones half-assing your child's education, and that's why your kid is dumb as shit now. Like, really think about it. Most people, not just teachers, work in fields that they don't even want to be in. Hey, for example, I don't want to make it like I'm getting on teachers. For example, I know a woman who's a banker. Okay, she makes good money, has a nice family, went to college, and got her bachelor's degree. You know, lives in a house, white picket fence, American dream come true. Okay? Now, most of you are probably thinking, oh, she has a degree in business or economics or finance, 
Something in the realm of money, right? Wrong. Wrong. Want to know what her major was? Fucking history. Like, listen, I like Napoleon. I like learning about hieroglyphics and ancient artifacts. What the fuck they got to do with managing my bank account? <laughs> like, imagine your doctor was an art major. Well, he has a PhD in art history, which technically makes him a doctor, so pass him a scalpel. Nigga, what? <laughs> what are we doing? Like, I know a dude who actually went to business school and is now a paralegal. Like, what the fuck is the point of a major? Like, imagine a pilot of your plane comes to work. Yeah, I never went to flight school, but I do have a degree in aquatic engineering. So, if, well, when we crash this plane in the ocean, I could tell you about all the fish swimming by. <laughs> what? Like, by no means is this me attacking teachers. I met some great teachers. Like I said before, I have friends who are teachers. This is just addressed to people who view this career as a last choice. Like so many people never intended on being teachers, but find themselves just being a teacher because it was available. You honestly think some dude playing basketball at a university right now, stays for four years, gets his degree. You honestly think he's getting up at 6 a.m., shooting jump shots, doing workouts, lifting weights, running suicide drills, traveling, you know what I'm saying, eating the right foods. You think he's honestly doing all that to be a fucking gym teacher? Come on, bro. He's trying to go to the league, trying to dunk on people, trying to get bitches. Come on, man. Yo, be real. Be real, bro. Most people hate their fucking job. That's just something you got to be real about. I mean, be thankful for your job. But it's like so many people end up in career choices that they really had no business being in. A prime example of being in the wrong career is my man, Nate Robinson. Now, now by no means am I here to make fun of him. For those who don't know, Nate Robinson is a former NBA basketball player He's five foot nine and is a three-time slam dunk competition winner in the NBA. Pretty decent player too. Played for the Knicks. All right. Um, also in college, he played um, cornerback, not quarterback, cornerback on the Washington Huskies. That's he went to University of Washington. All right. So he's a phenomenal athlete. He even had a tryout for the Seattle Seahawks this year for the NFL. He's a phenomenal two-sport athlete. Okay. But um, this past Saturday, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones had an event where they fought each other, and he was fighting in the co-main event. Now, the guy he fought was a social media sensation. But here's the difference, okay? It's a guy named Jake Paul. Jake Paul, right, is actually training to be a boxer. Like, he's taking this serious. Is he an amazing boxer? I don't know. I haven't seen him fight legit fighters yet. But Nate Robinson, one thing he is not is a boxer. And he found that out really fast when he charged into the ring, got his shit rocked, right? The fight should have been over after that. The first time he got knocked down, I'm like, damn, he don't really know what he's doing. Anyone with two eyeballs saw, this ain't it, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you had a great basketball career. You were a pretty decent football player, but... You know, pack it up. You're 36 years old. It's kind of late to get in the boxing game. Like, I, I've seen him training boxing to stay in shape before. 
with like legit boxing coaches. But it's one thing to train to get in shape, and it's one thing to train for a fight. Jake Paul has been training for a fight. Nate Robinson has been training to stay in shape and look cut. You feel what I'm saying? Punching bags and hit and punching mitts don't hit back. People do. And unfortunately, he got knocked out cold. Flat on his face. That's a prime example of someone being in a career that they don't belong in. You're just doing it because it's a check or another opportunity. We really need to rethink that. I feel bad for teachers, yo. Like, imagine you really thought, like, yo, I'm going to school for music, top music school in the country. Shit, I could write some songs and work with Rihanna one day. And it doesn't pan out, and now you're in, like, middle of the Bronx. <laughs> teaching some fucking kid core progressions. You know what I'm saying? He don't want to be at school. That nigga's ready to drop out. You're teaching some teen mom how to play guitar. It's like, what the fuck? I don't want to be here. You don't want to be here. We both hate life. And then we wonder why dropout rates are so high. A lot of teachers don't even take teaching as a serious career. Like, I remember when I was younger, I used to see teachers that were like, yeah, she was a teacher for 30 years. And da, 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 da. Go back to your high school, right? I guarantee all my New York City people know about this. Go back to your high school, right? I'm 32, graduated when I was 18. I go back to my high school now, not a single teacher is there. Not one. I remember I had like a 24-year-old teacher my senior year. By the time I was 24, that teacher was gone. <laughs> They're like, yeah, she doesn't even teach anymore. Like, like what the fuck? Teachers are, are doing so bad out here that a lot of these bitches are on OnlyFans. <laughs> I remember we had one teacher that smoked weed with us. I'm not going to say who it was. I'm not going to say if it was male or female. I'll just say the teacher was cool as shit and understood that, you know, this shit, shit is stressful out here. Neither of us want to be here. But it's like, damn, what's the point? Like, if you could be a banker as a history major, technically, any idiot could be a banker. Just teach me how to do it. Like, what the fuck the study in 2000 BC got to do with my 401k? Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> how to invest my money? What the fuck does this have to do with dividends and high-yield savings accounts? Like, what are we talking about? In 1742, nigga, it's 2020. I could talk to my watch. Fuck that old shit, man. <laughs> hey, how can I make money now, yo? <laughs> how can you help me invest my money and save my money, man? You a banker, man. Help me. Help me. And by no means is this me shitting on her abilities in her job. No, not at all. But I'm just saying it's like... Why I got to get a bachelor's degree? For what? Like, you look at these jobs and it's like bachelor's degree required. It's like, is it? Because it's like, it it wasn't in that field. So I technically know much as a, just as much about banking as a kid coming straight out of high school. What? Because I know who Alexander the Great was and what year Columbus sailed across the ocean blue. I'm qualified. Right? To handle people's accounts? Okay. Hey, man. Hey, man. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Fuck it. Get your money, man. Roy Jones and Mike Tyson got their money, though. 
Mike Tyson allegedly made $10 million from that fight. $10 million African-American dollars to box eight rounds and just beat a nigga's ribs in. <laughs> like, it, like that, this, I thought, I, these guys are in their 50s, right? Roy Jones came in with the typical dad bod. Like, you could tell, like, back in the day, his son used to be athletic, but now he's just there, tits out, gut. You know what I mean? I'm just like, all right, this, this is a shit show. And then Tyson came up. Tyson's older, mind you. Tyson used to be 320 pounds, sniff cocaine, and smoke mad weed. I thought Tyson was going to get his ass whooped. I'm like, yo, Roy Jones just fought two years ago. Roy should fuck him up. But, yo, Tyson came, took the robe off, and was there solid, bro. <laughs> he looked better than most dudes my age. Dude still got his abs, his fucking traps. You can see the fucking veins in his shoulders. He dropped down from 320 pounds to 220 pounds. At 54, I'm just like, ah, someone's on steroids here. <laughs> My man is on all the steroids, bro. Legs still built like a fucking tree trunk. He was still swaying side to side, ducking punches, throwing brutal hooks. He beat that nigga Roy's ribs in, son. After the fight, Mike's like, yeah, I'm fighting again, man. I'm not scared. You know what I mean, I, I want to do this again. You know, <laughs> this is a lot of fun. Right, Roy? And Roy's just like, uh I don't know if I want to do it. Yo, Roy sounded like a slave who got caught. <laughs> he sounded genuinely scared. Like, the look on his face is like he survived a car crash and he had to take a shit. Like, he was holding his stomach like, oh, man, I mean, I got to talk to my wife and kids. He beat that nigga back to a slave. Mike came in that ring like a typical ignorant Brownsville nigga. I was bobbing and weaving, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, nobody care about me if I get hurt. I ain't fighting 15 years, man. Fuck this guy. Like, you can see, you can see, like, Mike still got that ignorant side. I don't give a fuck how many podcasts Mike does and smoke weed and act all calm and enlightened. That nigga's a, a killer on him. <laughs> that nigga's a murderer. He went, he, he, that nigga went static. He's from the Ville. He's from Brownsville, bro. The only place that puts more fear in my heart than the Bronx is Brownsville. <laughs> because it's like it's just as dangerous as the Bronx but smaller so the chances at least the Bronx is spread out you know what I'm saying at least the Bronx has Riverdale at least the Bronx has Yankee Stadium there's something to look forward to in the Bronx at least the Bronx has some outdoor dining Brownsville ain't got shit but projects bro <laughs> like there's nothing positive about Brownsville nothing you could get me in the Bronx before you get me to the Ville niggas say yo meet me in the Ville ah <laughs> not happening champ <laughs> like no and that's the environment he's from yo speaking of fucking Brownsville yo my my boy knows <laughs> there was this rapist back in the day called Dead Arm Row right so he used to go around raping kids and grown men real sinister shit from the Ville right anyway he got locked up and um he used to go in, in jail and while you was pissing or taking a shower, he would knock you the fuck out <laughs> and just rape niggas. Like, you know, that's fucking gangster. You just rape like I. Prison's not for me. But anywho, one day he tried to catch a, a young dude lacking, right? And he tried to punch him. Dude was taking a piss, and he caught him out the, out his peripheral, and he was like, "Oh shit!" He slipped the punch, and it was in there scrapping. And he got away, right? So he's like, yo, this nigga just tried to rape me. Uh, all right. Years go by. Years, years. They both out of prison now. 
my man Dead Arm just walking down the street, regular degular shit. And the dude who he tried to rape saw him. Now, the dude he tried to rape was a street dude. So he was just like, oh, nah, then that nigga go right there. So he backed out, started firing. Bah, 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 bah. Right? Dead Arm Road ducking, ducking, ducking shots. So now Dead Arm Road tries to run away and the nigga gets smacked with a fucking Mack truck. <laughs> and this was like on a big street. I believe it was like Eastern Parkway. Got his shit rocked. Right? That's the environment Mike Tyson... I say all that to say. That's the environment Mike Tyson's from. He had to worry about niggas shooting at each other, niggas getting raped, all type of crazy shit. And Mike Ben wanted to fight somebody. This was supposed to be an exhibition. It ended in a draw. A lot of people hated that. Whatever. These guys are in their 50s. But now, I'm worried about Mike because now Mike seems real, real staticky again. Like, he want to fight. And I'm worried because... I think that it's given Mike a false sense of humor. Uh, I'm sorry, a false sense of security. You know what I'm saying? Like, you fought an old man that usually fights at 175 pounds. You're like three weight classes bigger than him. Okay, Mike used to fight at like 230. Roy Jones fought at 175. That's almost 50 pounds. Mike realistically should have been able to knock him out, but he didn't. I don't know why, but here nor there. But I hope that doesn't give Mike a false sense of security. He ain't getting in with one of these young dudes and get his motherfucking chin knocked to the equator. <laughs> hey, like, bro, just just, just have your fun. You made your money. You made $10 million. You know what I'm saying? And go have your fun. Like, chill out. You got a cool story to talk about. Go travel or something. Well, when COVID come, goes away. Speaking of traveling, yo, people. Stop going on vacation to do and eat the same shit you can do back at home. Like, I don't understand, bro. Like, people will fly eight different time zones to a tropical island surrounded by beautiful bitches, palm trees, and crystal clear waters, and fish you've never even heard of just to eat motherfucking Popeyes, bro. To eat Popeyes and drink Henny. When I go on vacation, I don't want to do nothing I could do in New York. I'm not drinking Henny. I could get Henny anywhere. I it, Maybe I might drink Henny White because they don't have it here like that. You know what I'm saying? They they just have it there. You might get me with that Henny, but regular Henny, no. No, 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 no. I don't even smoke weed on vacation. I, I may have done that once or twice, but I usually don't. I'm usually pretty sober. If I do drink, I want to drink what y'all drink out there. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not going to no commercial restaurant. That don't make any sense to me. How you gonna go all the way to fucking motherfucking Bali and try to get some KFC? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> go all the way to motherfucking Thailand and eat a Popeye's chicken sandwich? Give it a rest, bro. Try something new. Don't bring Tim's on vacation, bro. I'm so sick of you New York niggas wearing Tim's on vacation, bro. Learn how to travel. That shit don't make no sense to me. Some big-ass, dense boots, bro. You about to be in the tropics where it's 95. Why are you bringing Tim's, my man? It's a snowstorm? You going to work on a construction site? What do you need these Tim's for? For what? Nobody has beef with you out here. 
You know what I'm saying? Wear some different colors. Wear some some trunks. Wear some fly shit. I don't know, but be more open minded. Y'all out here looking for motherfucking uh, uh, trying to get a number three from Wendy's. Like, what what type of vibe are we on? Y'all got Duce? What? That, come on, bro. Come on, man. Can't be a nigga your whole life. <laughs> you gotta stop. You gotta stop. You gotta stop. God damn, yeah, you got some fried chicken. Come on, man. <laughs> Can't take niggas nowhere. Can't take y'all niggas nowhere. Yo, before I go, big shout out to my man, yo. This Nigerian dude, right? Big shout out to him. Let me get his exact name. His name is, I'm a butcher it. He has a Nigerian name. I, I'm American. I don't know how to pronounce it properly. I can get the first name. His first name is Mike. Then his name is Easy Nawali Nwogu. Right? I hope I said that right. Mike Nawali Nwogu. Okay? Mike Easy Nawali Nwogu. Try saying that 10 times. But anywho, shout out to him because my man got six women pregnant at the same damn time. On purpose. Right? The article's on the New York Post. says a Nigerian playboy stun guest at a celebrity wedding by arriving with six Heavily pregnant women claiming they were all expecting his child. That's gangster, bro. And in the photo, he pulled up in a pink suit with blonde hair with six bitches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's gangster, bro. This dude's out here. This dude's out here who can't get a, a hand job from one chick. This dude's out here who can't get a date on Tinder. My man is busting nuts in six bitches <laughs> simultaneously. That's gangster. I would love that. I don't want six kids, but what guy don't want to bust six bitches at once? I can't do that now because I'm washed. I'm in a relationship, man. My life trash. But <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Jokes, people. Jokes. But damn, my, my man is litty. Busting nuts and all these bitches, bro. I wonder what that's going to be like. Just six babies crying. That's lit until reality sets in. Then it's like, yo, you got six chicks pushing kids out. Six babies crying. I wonder if they're all going to live together. This nigga like, this, this nigga's like the, 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 the non-toxic version of future. He just got all his bitches together. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, I'm going to fuck all y'all. Y'all going to like each other. That's why it's kind of gangster to me. I don't know, man. I don't know. But anywho, Christmas is coming up. Um, people, if you want something for Christmas, you should probably kind of hint at it to people. Okay? You should express what you want. Like if you're in a store and you see shoes you like, you should say, ooh, I've always liked those shoes. If you see a hat you like, ooh, I've always liked that hat. Or if you want a camera, be like, you know, I really want to start getting into photography. I was looking at, you know what I'm saying? Let people know what the fuck you want. You can't just be out here saying, oh, no, because you're going to wake up to a sad Christmas. No gifts. No gifts. No gifts. Fellas, if you ain't see her friends or family for Thanksgiving, don't buy her no gift. Don't buy her no gift. Ladies, you too. If you ain't, if you ain't see his friends or family over Thanksgiving, don't buy him no gift. At all. Don't buy him shit. 
And ladies, if you're going to buy your man cologne, don't buy him no cheap shit. I should do a, a fucking podcast just on colognes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or like, I should do a podcast where I, I have a breakdown on what to get men for Christmas. Because women, you are terrible gift givers. Okay? Ladies, if a guy says, I want this, get that. There's no, he's not trying to play with you. He's not, you know, like guys were very literal. If we say, yo, I want this pair of sneakers. He wants those pair of sneakers. Like, don't get him no alternative. Okay, just just get that. All right. Yo, next episode, I'm doing, I'm doing a Christmas special. Alright. Cause y'all 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 fuck up every year. Anyway, I got everything I want to say off my chest. Oh wait, no, 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 no. I gotta do Supreme Dickhead. Hold on. My Supreme Dickhead goes to Dwayne Carter. <laughs> Better known as Lil Wayne. Why is Lil Wayne getting Supreme Dickhead? Because Lil Wayne a couple weeks ago. I mean, let's go back a couple of years. When he first started saying he don't really care about Black Lives Matter. Cool. Everybody's entitled to him. Opinion. Great. Fine. And then most recently, he out here basically endorsing Trump. Cool. Whatever. Then, now, you facing Fed charges and may go to prison for 15 years. <sighs> Bro... If you think anybody's about to feel sorry for you, what better way to find out that your black ass life don't matter is to do 15 years in the federal penitentiary. And to make matters worse, to make matters worse, Lil Wayne now has a mixtape out and is asking the same people who he told their lives technically don't matter to stream his album. Like you tell me black lives don't matter, but then you want black people to listen to your music. Can't make this up, bro. Can't make this shit up. So yeah, Lil Wayne, hopefully Donald Trump can help you. Hopefully the people who think who you think lives matter can help you. Cause we ain't. <laughs> Alright? So for that, you are getting supreme dickhead. And now it's time to end this episode with a beautiful quote. And it goes like this. Your bad planning should not be my emergency. Think about it. Stay black, y'all. Peace.